Hey guys, welcome to Antina, the ear, nose, throat, and rhinoplasty podcast. Uh, today's topic is going to be about sleep apnea, obstructive sleep apnea, and snoring. So this is a very hot topic because many many people suffer from snoring, and many many people suffer from obstructive sleep apnea, and they don't even know about it. Sleep apnea affects almost a hundred million people across the world. and almost 80% of these people remain undiagnosed being a potentially serious sleep disorder it's very important to know whether you have sleep apnea and have it treated since males have a larger circumference of the neck and a lengthier pharyngeal airway they are more at a risk of sleep apnea as compared to females so what exactly is sleep apnea sleep apnea is a disorder where the breathing pauses or becomes very shallow during sleep the pause in breathing could last for a few seconds or it could extend to a few minutes typically such pauses occur 30 times or even more during an hour of sleep after the pause normal breathing will start again usually with a choking sound or a loud snort these pauses cause disruption in the normal sleeping patterns of an individual and when breath pauses or becomes shallow the person tends to move into a lighter form of sleep from the deeper sleep and because of this the quality of sleep really suffers and the person is more likely to feel tired and sleepy during the day so sleep apnea can remain undiagnosed in most of the cases it remains undiagnosed because the person experiences it during sleep and it cannot be detected by a doctor during routine visits only a bed partner or a family member of the person will be able to pick up the signs of sleep apnea also if you are feeling sleepy and tired during the day for no real reason or you snore really loudly then you should consult a doctor specifically for diagnosing if you have sleep apnea or not types of sleep apnea there are three types of sleep apnea one is called obstructive sleep apnea which is the most common the other is called central sleep apnea which is thankfully not that common and the third is a complex sleep apnea which is a combination of the first two so in obstructive type the airway is blocked by a soft tissue at the back of the throat which relaxes during sleep the second type is much more serious but less common that is the central type in this there is a pause in the breathing which happens because the brain fails to relay the required signals to the muscles that controls breathing people who suffer from a central sleep apnea rarely snore and this makes it even more difficult to diagnose the condition so how exactly is sleep apnea diagnosed your doctor will be able to diagnose sleep apnea by evaluating clinical symptoms like daytime tiredness sleepiness and also conducting a formal sleep study like a polysomnography the sleep study is mainly undertaken to precisely detect and measure the apneic events which are occurring during an hour of sleep the respiratory disturbance index and the apnea hypopnea index these are the two things which are uh, important in assessing the severity of the sleep apnea and these are measured with the help of the polysomnography sometimes wherein it's not possible to do a polysomnography instead of such a formal sleep study a pulse oximetry is also quite effective in detecting sleep apnea in such a situation an oximeter or a pulse oximeter uh, is put on a person's either earlobe or fingertip and the oxygen saturation of the person is continuously monitored 
other than that a simple thing you can do is to keep a write keep a diary and write down the number of hours that you have slept the disturbances which you have encountered and the things your partner has noticed when you were asleep you can also take an audio or video recording of yourself when you're sleeping and this is very important for showing it to your doctors so that your doctor can assess the type of snoring which you have and the parts which are vibrating when you are snoring who exactly is at a higher risk of sleep apnea well uh, males overweight people smokers pregnant women people above the age of 65 and those who are somehow related to somebody already suffering from sleep apnea what exactly are the complications caused by not getting your sleep apnea treated if at all the sleep apnea is not treated it can lead to serious health issues and therefore this condition should be diagnosed early and treated as soon as possible here are some of the main complications which you can expect one is uh, you are at a higher risk of diabetes stroke heart attack high blood pressure and a higher risk of becoming obese there is an increased risk of heart failure especially in people who are suffering from heart problems a person is more likely to develop irregular heartbeats or arrhythmias since a person is tired and sleepy throughout the day it also increases the risk of accidents when driving or when performing work so all in all sleep apnea is a chronic sleep disorder and treatment is usually long term in most people sleep apnea has been successfully treated with breathing devices mouthpieces surgery and even a simple lifestyle change hence sleep apnea is treatable manageable and the person can live a good quality of life obstructive sleep apnea uh, its symptoms and its treatment so obstructive sleep apnea is the most common uh, type of sleep apnea that we know of So what exactly happens is that uh, when we sleep it's natural for all of our muscles in the body to relax. Now the throat and the airway is made up of uh, soft tissue walls which are collapsible. So what happens is when these soft tissue relax during sleep they tend to collapse and they tend to obstruct this passageway and they cause obstructive sleep apnea. So what exactly are the symptoms of obstructive sleep apnea? It's it's important to know that you yourself if you are a snorer will not realize that you are snoring at night unless somebody tells you so but uh, there are a few symptoms of sleep apnea which do which you can record for yourself and uh, you can note them down and then accordingly uh, seek help for the same so the first thing is snoring loudly if somebody tells you obviously that you're snoring loudly it's uh, one of the red flags uh another thing is waking up the next morning with a dry mouth or a sore throat then a difficulty in uh, remaining asleep throughout the night then a pause in the breathing during sleep which is witnessed by somebody else a bed partner or a family member a headache in the morning as soon as you get up uh excessive tiredness or sleepiness throughout the day and inability to hold attention to one particular thing for a long time during the day problems with uh, learning or memory 
a feeling of irritability or depression which lasts throughout the day waking up often in the middle of the night uh, or just waking up often and feeling the urge to urinate also can can be a sign so when exactly do we consult a doctor in such a situation now it's it's important to see a doctor if you notice any of the symptoms which i just mentioned uh, also keep a keep a lookout for something like the volume of your snoring is so loud that it disturbs uh, yourself as well as others if at all your sleeping partner notices intermittent pauses in your breath during sleep if you are excessively drowsy and feel tired during the daytime where you actually fall asleep when you're working or you're watching tv or more scarily if you're driving uh, also if you're awakened from your sleep because of shortness of breath or a feeling of choking that also should raise a red flag and it's important to consult your doctor if you feel any of these things apply to you now generally people don't take uh, snoring very seriously and it's also true that everyone who sleeps uh, who has sleep apnea in sleep is not necessary that that person has to snore however if you're a loud snorer and if you if your snoring is paused by periods of silence uh, then it is a cause of concern in obstructive sleep apnea the back muscles in your throat relax which support the soft palate the side walls of the throat and the tonsils because of this relaxation the airway closes or narrows while breathing in and you are unable to take in adequate air your brain senses this happening and you might feel a brief period when you are aroused from your sleep and uh, this causes the airway to reopen at such a time you may you may feel like gasping choking or a snorting sound uh, will appear uh, as just as the normal air flow starts again so as soon as you start breathing again this kind of a thing may happen however after some time uh, it again goes back to a restricted passageway as you go deeper into your sleep and the whole cycle could repeat 5 to 30 times in an hour of sleep this means you hardly get any restful sleep or deep sleep which makes you tired and sleepy and irritated throughout the day on the other hand you may feel uh, that you have slept well since hardly anybody with obstructive sleep apnea thinks that they had a disturbed sleep because you don't really remember those events that um, take place so what uh, treatment options do we have for uh, milder cases of obstructive sleep apnea doctors often prescribe lifestyle changes like quitting smoking alcohol or losing weight if these changes don't work out or if your disorder is medium to severe then uh, you need some more therapies devices surgery etc now devices and machines cpap or uh, continuous positive pressure ventilation is uh, one of the most popular and the gold standard for treating obstructive sleep apnea a person who has to wear a mask when they're sleeping and the device delivers pressure through the mask and keeps the airways open with the help of the air pressure itself even though it's a very effective device rather the gold standard many people find it cumbersome and uh, they find it uncomfortable to wear a mask when they're sleeping uh, there are many more devices which are available almost 300 different devices have been patented uh, which include a chin strap a tongue retaining device um, those 
prostodontic dentures with a gap in them for a person to breathe uh, many such devices are there for snoring but mind you that cpap is the is is the treatment for sleep apnea and not for snoring okay uh, another option is also surgery sometimes surgical procedures are carried out in the nose the upper throat the lower throat for treating obstructive sleep apnea structural issues like a deviated septum can also cause snoring which can effectively be treated with surgery another surgical option is radio frequency turbinate reduction uvula palato pharyngoplasty and surgical procedures on the palate uvula tonsil the back of the tongue and part of the voice box can also be done and the type of procedure which is required to be done will depend on the specific tissue that is causing snoring surgery can be an effective treatment option for obstructive sleep apnea but of course uh, it's a better option to get used to the cpap and treat your sleep apnea using a medical way of management so now that we are done with uh, obstructive sleep apnea and we've thought of we've discussed the difference between obstructive sleep apnea and snoring uh, let's concentrate on snoring uh, snoring is a very very common phenomena and has many different uh, causes it's important to know what the cause of the snoring is in order to treat the cause effectively and rid a patient of uh, his or her snoring uh, the different causes of snoring can be because of uh, you know sinus problems because of the way a person is built um, for example being overweight uh smoking consuming alcohol and even your position when you are asleep so uh let's start with the first thing which you can do to stop snoring shed some weight so if you're if you're overweight and uh, it has been seen that being overweight is one of the causes of snoring uh and because of that shedding of the excess weight can be really really effective in order to combat snoring this is especially true when you gain fat around your neck area and uh, because because it can resist the throat's internal diameter causing blocking of the airway during sleep therefore start a fitness regimen and switch to a more healthy diet which can stop your snore as soon as possible okay alter the position in which you sleep when you lie flat on your back your soft palate and your tongue base tend to collapse on your uh, on the on the back of your throat so this restriction usually causes you to uh, make a vibrating sound when you sleep and therefore sw- simply switching your side uh, when you're sleeping can help you prevent snoring however keeping a particular position during sleep can be a bit of a challenge so use a full length pillow which could easily be a solution to remaining on one side throughout the night another option is to tape a soft uh, rubber ball at the base of your back and this will make you kind of uncomfortable so you will not uh, it will kind of prevent you from lying down on your back uh one more option would be to use a, uh, a recliner so you kind of recline on your bed with your head up so that uh, you can open up your nasal passages from an uh, for an unobstructed uh, airway okay next way out is to drink a lot of fluids 
यू माइट हैव टू विजिट द बाथरूम एट नाइट इफ यू ड्रिंक टू मेनी फ्लूड्स बट ओवरऑल यू विल बी एबल टू स्लीप बेटर एंड अवॉइड स्नोरिंग दिस इज बिकॉज वाटर प्रिवेंट्स योर सॉफ्ट पैलेट एंड नो सिक्रेशंस फ्रॉम बिकमिंग स्टिकी अकॉर्डिंग टू मेडिकल रिपोर्ट्स मैन शुड ड्रिंक एटलीस्ट सिक्सटीन कप्स ऑफ वाटर अ डे वाइल वेमेन शुड ड्रिंक एटलीस्ट इलेवन कप्स ऑफ वाटर अ डे ओके नेक्स्ट थिंग इज टू टेक केयर ऑफ नेजल एलर्जीज If you have any allergy to dust or certain fabrics, uh, then make sure that you have a clean environment when sleeping. Make sure the sheets and pillows, uh, pillow covers, are made of materials that don't cause any allergy, and thoroughly vacuum the bed and the mattress to get rid of dust and animal dander. Keep the pets, if in case you have pets, outside of your bedroom, and make sure to get rid of dust mites. Nasal sprays or treatment of allergy is also recommended in case you suffer from allergies as well as snoring. Steam inhalation or salt water rinse also known as nasal douching and in the older India knows as known as jal neti. If you snore because of a blocked nose then you could take some steps to open your nasal passages. Any block would mean obstruction for the fast moving air which will produce a snore. A simple solution would be to take steam inhalation or a neti pot or salt water rinse is also effective in relieve in relieving a nasal block. Okay and finally and very very importantly avoid alcohol avoid smoking and reduce caffeine as much as possible. Alcohol is known to reduce the resting tone of muscles especially the ones at the back of your throat. It has been seen that people who do not normally snore are known to snore when they have taken some alcohol before sleeping. Therefore, avoid alcohol even uh, especially 4 or 5 hours before going to sleep. Okay the final segment of this podcast is does your child uh, sleep with his mouth open is is your child a snorer um normally we breathe through our nose but uh, even children breathe through their nose but sometimes a child sleeps with his or her mouth open at night and uh, this is possible because of some sort of obstruction in the nose for example a common cold or because of enlarged adenoids Adenoids are nothing but tonsil-like structures which are present on the back side of the nose, and they are not seen uh, to the naked eye just by opening the mouth or looking into the nose. Um, enlarged adenoids uh, and 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 the common cold, a stuffy nose is very common in children. Uh, so, if your child is suffering from mouth breathing, snoring, pauses in breathing, gasping noises. grinding or clenching of teeth at night you might just think that this is very harmless and many of the health professionals also think that this is harmless but these are actual signs of sleep apnea in children which lead to poor development of behavior personality and uh, facial or oral development in fact a deep sleep stimulates the production of human growth hormone which is a very which plays a very crucial role for the overall development and long bone growth in children disturbed sleep as a result of sleep apnea can therefore cause a stunted growth as well as stunted brain development uh, in some cases it may even adversely affect the heart and the lungs so what exactly do you look for 
यू माइट फाइंड इट डिफिकल्ट टू वेक अप योर चाइल्ड इन द मॉर्निंग समटाइम्स द चाइल्ड इज़ क्रैंकी थ्रू आउट द डे बिकॉज योर शी हेज़ नॉट स्लेप्ट थ्रू आउट द नाइट यू माइट नोटिस डिक्रीज लेवल ऑफ एनर्जी और इट सीन्स टू लुक टायर्ड और फॉल्स अस्लीप अनएक्सपेक्टेडली एनी वेयर एट एनी गिवन टाइम और अ ड्रास्टिक ड्रॉप इन योर चाइल्ड स्कूल परफॉर्मेंस विदाउट एनी अदर क्लियर कॉज and paradoxically the child may also be hyperactive but lacks attention the child may have some sort of learning disability or even bed wetting ent specialist suggests that a deep sleep stage is really important for children especially infants uh, to enhance the body's uh, capacity to restore repair and heal itself from stress hormones that control appetite and other crucial functions are also regulated and stabilized during this deep stage of sleep and a lack of deep sleep stage of sleep which happens because of uh, sleep apnea which is because of the obstructed airway can lead to lead the brain to bounce into out of the deep sleep into a lighter stage of sleep uh, so that the breathing breathing is started again and this results in a sort of a not a very sound sleep and not a very deep sleep so in a kind of a disturbed pattern of sleep so what exactly should parents do for the treatment of sleep apnea if your child sleeps his mouth open when sleeping has uh, snoring or if you suspect that your child may have some sort of symptom of sleep apnea it's a good idea to talk to your family doctor or pediatrician who will then refer you to uh, a sleep specialist or an ENT specialist an overnight sleep study can be advised and this study will record the child's sleep brain waves body movements heartbeat breathing oxygen levels arousals and snoring the contributing factors of the child's sleep apnea may be obesity allergies asthma gastroesophageal reflux disease abnormal face or jaw structure large tonsils and large adenoids or an allergic cold oral appliances may also be prescribed to the child and sometimes uh, the child will require treatment for his uh, gastroesophageal reflux disease and allergies it is also important that the parents take care of the child's diet and the surrounding environmental conditions in order to prevent this snoring and uh, reduce chances of developing sleep apnea if at all there are enlarged adenoids or tonsils uh, then they can be surgically removed which is a very simple procedure called adenoidectomy and tonsillectomy any sort of craniofacial abnormalities will require the specific surgery to deal with that particular abnormality in very 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 few cases a uvulopalatopharyngoplasty apart from the tonsillectomy can also help and may be required in very very few cases though and sometimes in severe cases of sleep apnea even a cpap machine can be recommended uh, for the child so all children with uh, any behavioral problems bed wetting snoring at night uh, attention deficit hyper hyperactivity disorder a poor academic performance should be assessed for sleep apnea and the upper airways should also be evaluated by any ent specialist so with this we conclude the blog uh, this particular podcast and uh, 
Stay tuned for more coming up from antenna, ear, nose, throat and rhinoplasty.